What's up, player? Man, chilling, man. What's going on with you, man? Hey, man. I'm just working, man. Living the dream. Trying I hear to, you, man. Trying to work till I retire so I can finally relax. Yeah, hey, that's how it goes. hey, welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Finally Financial Podcast. I'm your host, Eric T. Jackson, and we have a great guest, uh, A.D., his name is uh, Anthony Anthony the Great. He's a, a Waco legend, a, w- a Waco playground legend. <laughs> I do. Uh, man, he painted a picture. Hey, man, uh, this dude and me go way back, like four flat ties. Uh, yes, indeed, my boy. I knew him even before we were teammates. You know, so uh, Ad, what's up, baby? Oh man, chilly man, maintain it. Always good to see you. Always good to talk to you. Yes, sir. And we like brothers, like you say, we down like four flats on the Cadillac, man. <laughs> Each central Texas, you know, the little connection because you know we ran Marshall. You know, we played them two years. You know, the team's a little younger. You know, I was yep. a part of a Waco team that that whipped uh, the defending state champion Marshall uh, Mavericks. No, we won state uh, that year. The following year, yeah. you know, yeah. whatever we whipped yeah. y'all. You know, hey, we got the, the ring though, y'all. baby. Hey, it's okay. like it's okay. like Lil Wayne say, if you wanna if you wanna stop us from getting the ring, you gotta play D. What? Hey, you heard I that? Guess. You heard that God did track, man. That thing is nice. Yeah, I they like. do their thing, man. <laughs> they do their thing. Okay, but, I know. <laughs> you know, I, I, when I do listen to a little rap, hey, for uh, what's my boy Willie Butler's Goody Mob? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> little conscious rap. <laughs> hey Willie, if you listen, I'm on little K Reno too, buddy. Me too. I just got on K Reno, bro. The best rapper in the world, man. That boy is live, right? Man, that dude is cold. Me and my homeboy we going back and forth all the time. <laughs> man, you put it, you put it in front of Jay Z, Jay Z, and all man, eat them up. I ain't gonna I say all that. He he'll hold his man, own. I can tell crazy. you that he'll hold he, his, he he'll was, hold he his own, man. I mean, he would, dude, he would get with Jay Z, then, man. Yeah, no, that's but what I mean. He'll get metaphor. With. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, the metaphors, baby. That dude be spitting, man. He do. He's amazingly amazing. Hey, man. Let's get into the interview, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, so you know, so like I was saying, we go way back. Uh, yeah. team, teammates in college, uh, roommates in roommates. college. Yeah, yes. roommate. What? Yeah. You, yeah. You used to make that baked chicken and ramen noodles, but something to die hey. for. Made it do what it do, baby. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget about the ranch style beans. And and I, hey. I, I was thinking that, but I didn't mention it. And the ranch hey, style beans. Hey, hey, real quick, I got to give a, I got to give out, a, I got to give a shout out to Yo Harris. You no, know, Yo used to hook me up on the meat, man. She was sliding, you know, how you slide across a little beep, a little, yeah, uh, a little scanner. Yeah, man, Yo would take two or three packs of meat, <laughs> and maybe slide one this time, another two or three packs of meat, and like. Invisibly slide it, you know what I'm saying? So I'm, <laughs> I'm getting probably about forty dollars worth of food for thirteen dollars. So shout out to yo if anybody, yeah. Shout out so to yo. Listening to tell yo, I remember that. Yeah, already. Yeah, I yo. wasn't like pals and sticking in their girdle, and you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Got a pocket full of money sticking in his girdle anyway. Hey man, I was telling my nephew, we didn't get stipends back in the day, man. We had to right, do we right. Do. So, so let me ask you this, man. So this mm-hmm. this, this interview. Uh, this is a financial channel, but let me ask you this: you, you, when, when did you first want to be like a professional football player, man? Because um, I, 
let me just let me just set, set this real quick. So I met you. It had to be like spring of '95. Yeah. Uh, it was like my freshman year, and, and you were there. And I I thought you were the biggest, fastest Movo that I had like ever seen. Like oh, I was wow. just I was perplexed at how big you were and how fast your butt could move. So you know. Coming from Marshall, I'd seen my share of nice athletes, but I had never seen anybody as big and fast as you, brother. Oh man! <laughs> so when when did you decide that you, you know when did you think that you could play pro? Or when did you want to play? Was well, man, it, it goes back to man to back in the day, and you know, growing up in the projects, man, you know, we play throw them up, eat them up. Yeah, you know, yep. you watched it on TV. You know, mm-hmm. you had ambitions. You know, of course, growing up, we were. You know, we lived at most everybody were um, Dallas Cowboy fans. Okay. You know, I'm a big dude. I was Tony Dorsett. I was Drew Hill. I was Tony Hill. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. know, it, yeah. it, I thought they'd run it back, you know, playing through them and beat them up. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. it started at the end. You know, I started playing Little League football. I didn't play until I was 10 because okay. I was always too big were to you? play Pop Warner. They had to wait. And then the Outlaw yeah. League. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the outlaw league came about, man. Where as long as you underage, you could be big as a house. I started there. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of intimidating. Even though I was the biggest, huh? I said, Say you, again? Not, you was probably dominating. No, nah, man. Believe it or not, I was intimidated, not dominated. Intimidated, Word. man. Word. Yeah, man. Man, we had some dogs come through, man. Oh my god. Yeah, we yeah. had some, man. We, oh man. And that's what I liked about Little League. Even now, I'm I'm involved with kids in Little League trying to reestablish it, man, because now it's more about cosmetics and guys living dreams through kids whatnot. But anyway, that's a whole yeah. other topic. We can make that a podcast, too, now. We need to, we need to touch on that. But anyway, um, I started playing at 10 years old. And, you know, like I said, a little intimidated the first couple of years. But as, as I got bigger, as I got older, smarter, bigger, faster, stronger, and started to realize, you know, and watching it more on TV, you know, got into the college game and, you yeah. know, hey, I could do that. Oh, okay. And, you know, I had a little, you know, I had some success in high school. I was a decent high school player coming out of Waco. Man, uh, don't, 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 don't sell yourself short, man. You know, I, I know everything. I'm not, but, you know, one thing that, the, you know, the good, the good, the good word teaches to let others esteem you. So oh, I'm going to really? try to keep it as humble as I can. You know so, what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, let me, yeah. let me esteem you right now. <laughs> okay. Since <laughs> she, so, she, she wants to go right ahead. Now I'm just listening. So out of high school, out, I remember you were, you were pretty highly rated defensive lineman. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I know y'all had a bunch of D one cats on, on those Waco teams. You know, what I'm right. So, in in my opinion, you probably could have went to a lot bigger university than than SFA. So, my question is, what what led you to SFA? Oh, do you want me to lie to you? Make it sound fly to you? I'm gonna tell you like this, Phil. Yeah, that was well. How long ago was that? That was almost thirty years ago for us, right? Twenty. I can yeah. tell like it is. I'm gonna tell. I'm 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 gonna tell you the truth. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know about nothing. I'm not scared. I actually had a head coach that didn't like me. You know, I wasn't a bad guy. You know, pimp. You know, I'm the same. Well, well, T. You know, I'm the same guy coming and going. Yeah. Love to laugh. Love to have fun. I've been yep. the same dude, man. Yep. But you know, for some reason, I wasn't one of my high. I wasn't one of my high school coaches' favorite people. You know what I'm saying, so to speak. That's hard to believe. And, That's hard to believe. Man, believe it. 
You know, I'm like any other kid. You know, I love, I love the roast. You remember that? We used to yeah. live SFA. Yeah, I yeah. love the roast. I love to laugh. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That, that, I'm the same. You know, it's still the same. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was getting the letters from the LSUs. Man, actually going to my senior year, um, um, every morning I, I went to I went to summer school to get English four out of the way. So my second semester of high school, I'm just gonna parlay, skip school. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh man, real talk. Had my um, had my car. Boy, I had an Oldsmobile '98. Hey man, I, I could put seven people in my car, get two dollars a piece. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that's fourteen dollars. Eight dollars on gas, uh-huh. six dollars on lunch. Right. But anyway, I was on top of my stuff academically, but I actually passed the test late. But there were some kids that, that he actually had the scouts to hold on to, even though know, they passed his late as well. But I wasn't one of his favorite guys, man. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, you we talking about this, man, because I analyzed it not too long ago. Yeah, I was drafted out of Stephen F. Austin. Mm-hmm. Just imagine had I gone where I was supposed to be. But, you know, it's all in the Lord's plan. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. You know, we can always look after we analyze and look at things. We can always look back and say, what if? You know, but the path I took, man, it was truly a blessing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because any two ways about it, you know, what does he say? He prepared a table before the before you're in the presence of your enemies. Absolutely. So your enemies got to see you eat. So Absolutely. you invite your enemy to pull up a chair and watch you eat and watch you okay. feast. So you know so, what I'm saying? So your head coach, uh-huh. your head coach, uh, basically didn't put you out there. In, no. In front of the big schools like he probably should have. No. And the funny thing about it, you know, I was. One of the top six defensive tackles in the state of Texas, according to Dave Campbell. You know, back then, that was the most notarized publication. Yeah, that's what everybody went to. Back Absolutely. Then. Mm. Yeah, so I made the third team super team. Yep. That's one of the six. Now, you know, if you're the top anything in the state of Texas, that means you could be as well in the nation. I mean, the region as well as the nation. But all you the D1s in Texas would be after you. Absolutely. Yeah. So, mm. I mean, man, I was – you know, I've been a big dude since since – Day one, yep. You know, and mm-hmm. man, it's a thing to where I wasn't bad. You no, know, had X amount of tackles my senior, X amount of sacks. You know, it, even the guy even said in the newspaper, no one guy could block this guy, and not even knowing what I was doing, I just was. You know, I was four hundred, <laughs> four hundred plus pound, four hundred plus pound bench presser in high school and wow. all that good stuff. Man. Wow, man, just, yeah, out there really not knowing what I was doing. Yeah, you know, I knew what don't get cut and run to the ball. Those are the only techniques that I knew, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, the road, like I said, the road I took, you know, you know, watching TV growing up, you never heard of an SFA or a Sam. You might heard a Prairie View. My dad went to Prairie View. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But you think, yeah. like, who is them? You, you really don't pay no mind to one and not the other. Yeah. But I always, you know, growing up, I always watched the SEC channel mm-hmm. with Georgia and Auburn. Those are like two of my favorite teams, you know, with okay. Tracy Rocker and yeah. uh, Reggie Flagg and uh, Bo, you know, Bo Jackson, of course, um, Bobo and all those guys used to watch um, the SEC channel. So I'm thinking like, okay, I can do that. Absolutely. You know, I'm thinking like, I do good. They come get me. I can play just like these guys can. Yeah. So the, it got serious. Um, it got serious in high school. Okay, you know what I'm saying. When I, you know, once I started seeing the publications coming out, uh-huh. you know, Dallas Morning News, Top 100. Um, yep. Heck, I made everybody's Top 100 except my own local newspaper. Ain't <laughs> really? that funny? They didn't make you tough. Man, I made Houston Chronicle, Dallas Morning News, Dave Campbell. I actually made um, Hot Dang Austin Top 33. 
Wow. Yes. I mean, I also top 33. Yeah. So but back in the day. Own, own. Yeah. So, yeah. So when we, yeah, when we was growing so, up, so that, there was no rivals rating system. It was just, I guess, a bunch exactly. of writers and stuff that, that just yeah. kept up with players and, and just. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, so. man. And then, you know, big. the thing, man, like I said, going to my senior year, LSU and and let me used to call me every single morning, Coach Daryl Dickey, and um, what's the guy from A and M? Hey, last time with the A and M camp, he was still there. Not Slocum, it was a guy. He was oh. he's been in, on the recruiting side. Oh, Tim, okay. Tim, oh, Tim, God, Cassidy. Tim Cassidy, Tim Cassidy, Tim no, Cassidy, yeah, Tim I, Cassidy. I know him well. Those guys would call me every morning. I would get up and get dressed and sit by the landline, seeing which one's gonna call me first. What? And I was like. How did they get my phone number? Because, like I said, you know, back then, no social media where they could reach it. Because I'm telling you, man, I had this guy flat out didn't like me. He didn't like our class, really. You know what I'm saying? Wow. But, like I said, that's no here, no there. But then once recruiting came, like I had 107 tackles my senior year. Mm -hmm. I had a decent senior year, man. Mm -hmm. And once that stuff came in, I don't know what happened. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking, like, okay, it's on. I had a good senior season, played 15 games. Yeah. And went 13-1-1 that year, and I thought I had myself in position, you know, to be successful as yeah. far as the recruiting process, you know, because you know the guys before you, yep. you know, they're visiting UCLA's, the Baylor's, Kansas, Kansas State. Yeah. And we had a couple of blue chip uh, D linemen that came through before me. So, okay, I'm going to follow in their foot, footsteps. Yeah, I little. think I did good enough, you know, something like what these guys did mm-hmm. to have myself lined up. No, yeah. nothing. Uh-huh. I was just turned on to Stephen L. Uh, nothing against Stephen F. No shout out to the Jacks. You know, hey. Thanks for that opportunity. You know, mm-hmm. shout out to Coach Chiz because you remember, you know, as we get to that story, you know, it's something Coach Chiz did for me that I'm greatly indebted, forever indebted to him for, man. I'm mm-hmm. grateful for that, man. Okay. But anyway, um, you know, Stephen F. probably was the, the only school that he turned me on to. You know, remember Coach Knox? What's yeah. up, Coach Knox? He was, he, a, is. he was a D.C. Be before Chiz, wasn't he? Yeah. No, 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 no. He was on the offensive side. Oh, he was, he was, was a receiver he? coach. Yeah, yeah, Coach Knox, okay. Greg Knox. Okay. No, he did a he did a yeah, Knox has been in the, he's been in the SEC forever. He's been to Auburn, uh Florida, okay. uh, and a couple of other schools. I don't know where he is now, Amen. but oh no, no, he's up there with uh Buffalo, I think. I think he's at University of Buffalo now. Oh really? Yeah. But uh, you know, he, yeah. He's actually a guy that's a syntax based from Rosebud Lot, which is probably about 20, 30 miles outside of Waco. Oh, but that man. was the only school I was turning on to besides um JUCOs and I was actually going to go JUCO. I ended up, you know, qualifying, you know, being a being a qualifier, mm-hmm. got the ACT out of the way. Um, mm-hmm. I was actually going to go to Trinity Valley, and the guy told me I could go one semester. And he's like, "What do you want to do?" I said, "Man, I want to go to LSU." <laughs> he said, "Okay, I tell you what, you come down here, do good. You can you come here one semester. I didn't have to graduate because I was a qualifier." Yeah, but <laughs> Knox, you know what I'm saying? You know. With his tactics, so, you know, Kane knocked the man. Then we got to my mama. Yeah. And I told my mama the deal. You don't know what you're talking about. Those coaches know what they're talking about. So what happened, you know, uh, well, she threatened me. I'm going to take your car. Well, goodbye, Juco. Hello, Stephen. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, but, you know, the first year, you graduated in 94, right? Yeah, 94. Okay. So you didn't see AD 92, 93. I was the most yeah. rebellious cat at Stephen F. Now, you know, like I know, any athlete it is a no-no to uh, skip off-season. Yep. Man, I was so – man, I used to skip off-season at Stephen F., man. 
I would go home on a Tuesday because I did not want to be there. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm there, you know, me and Gibby, you know, me and Gibby bumped heads, mm-hmm. you know, telling me, you know, Gibby, you sound like a wrestler. Let me tell you something, son. <laughs> David Gibbs. Yeah. I don't believe in playing freshman. Oh, man, me and Gibbs, we stay. I, I was always into Arkham. Yeah. <laughs> man, he had Hargrove. Was it Hargrove or Harbuckle? Hargrove, something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. He had a bunch of mediocre defensive tackles. Oh, I hope that didn't. Sorry, y'all. But yeah. we were a mediocre D-line, put you like that. Yeah. Chris Robeson was our best lineman. Yeah. And That's Cody was a fire plug, Cody Johnson. Okay. Uh, but but the rest of them, man, it was like, boo. <laughs> and I'm like, look here, man, I come from a winning program. That, that was my, <laughs> hey, man, that was my I'm from Waco, Texas. I come from a winning program. Yeah. And you got these guys in front of me, man. These guys are better than me. Mm-hmm. Then he comes sound like a dang wrestler uh, doing a uh, – Doing a promo, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And man, we go back and forth, back and forth. So okay, I'm telling you what, I'm gonna rebel. I'm gonna skip. I'm not coming. I'm not going to all season. Man, they would come looking for me. I'd be sitting in my room, pimp, like against the wall. You remember those bathrooms in house when you had the big mirror? Yeah. I would look at the mirror, looking at, looking at, looking at that big window, mm-hmm. looking at them, looking in my room. They couldn't see me, but I could see them. Really? And I'm talking, and I'm talking on a hot calling card to one <laughs> yeah. of my homeboys back home. Okay. Go sit my side, man. Look for it, man. I ain't go to all season day, man. I don't even want to be here. I hate this place. I can't stand play. This this school is whack, man. Six percent black. Ain't nothing to do here, man. Ain't no life here, man. <laughs> man, T. I'm telling you, I go home on a Tuesday. Yeah. I tell my I tell you tell love and, and pal. Uh-huh. I'm gone. I'll see y'all. I see you guys Sunday or Monday morning. I was telling you, I was skipped the whole week. Yeah. But you know, remember I was out for two years. That's when we met, you know, when I came back. When you came back. You know yeah. yeah, when I came back. Yeah. So I, I, I didn't know you before that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I left, man. And one day I was watching a, what what one thing that spurred me to come back when I got to Waco, man. And the thing about it, if you want to see time fly, sit on your do nothing and do nothing. <laughs> you know, yeah, I yeah. mean I'm, I'm pretty sure people, you know, we we go getters now. Right. Now, I never call myself a grinder or a hustler. Yeah. Because I, I like to pass this along. A grind wears out. I churn. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You remember your grandmother just churn that butter? Yeah. It got bigger. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Oh, they churn that ice cream with them. It got bigger. I know. So it. I churn. I don't grind. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. So whatever I try to do, man, I churn it. You know, I got a couple of ventures that I'm into, man, that we churn it. We churn yeah. it. We churn it. We growing. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. That's the thing, man. When I uh, when I watched, I mean, okay. one day I watched Bobby Taylor playing on NBC. Because remember, Notre yeah. Dame I played on NBC from and Long, I watched him do like, from Longview. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, man, I could still do that. I could do that. Okay. So I went, I went, and I drove down the neck. Had a talk. I think it was with Coach Mack. Told him what I had to do. Mm-hmm. Came back to Waco. You know, enrolled in the local JUCO. Mm-hmm. I had to earn 24 hours just to get back. Wow. So I did that. Okay. I came back to Stephen F. And I actually fell short. I had to pay for that year. Remember, I was a scholarship athlete. Uh-huh. I had to pay for that year, man. And I almost, and I I actually flunked. I was really supposed to be gone. But by the grace of God, man, I'm sitting there. You know, Coach Cox was the D-line coach. But Robertson and um, that time I came back with Robertson, I think Gibbs. We're still over the DTs, but you know the main man was Cox. So Cox was the DC. Him. That's right. Yeah. No, she still was. No, he was just a D line coach. I thought Remember, Cox was the DC. Uh, yeah, no, no, it, it was she was the whole time. 
Okay. So he's a DB, DB slash DC coach. Yeah. DB slash DC. Okay. Man, I'm sitting there with Cox, man, crying my eyes out, man. He said, I tell you what, man, I had failed up uh, political science. So I tell you what. He said, go ask that teacher, can you audit the class? It was Dr. His name was Dr. Cox as well. Okay. I was like, Dr. Cox, man, I audit the class. I'm hurting T because I bust my hump. Yeah. That year I actually put forth an effort. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Taking notes on the class, <laughs> knowing that this was my one and final chance. Yep. You know, to, to do what I need to do. Yep. But man, I um I um he let me audit the class. I ended up passing the class, man. Regain that eligibility, but here's the thing, though, man. I remember going to the summer. Chizik told me if I miss one day of summer workout, which me and you know, me and you both know that was voluntary. Mm-hmm. He said, "Don't you bring your fat a? I don't curse y'all. Don't you bring your fat a back out here?" So you know, I teach kids today. Yeah. You know, some people don't have a filter from their mouth to their brain. Yeah. You know, you take in what's you retain what's good. You mm-hmm. siphon out what's bad. Absolutely. So when he told me I better not bring my fatty back no more, you know, you know how I took that tea? Right. Coach, I'm not fat, I'm fine, baby. You know what I'm saying? I'm fine. <laughs> in my mind, you know, you can't talk about cheese. You know, cheese had that little that little military chin, that little hard chin. Yeah, he had buddy. that look about itself. <laughs> you know, in my mind, I stood, I stood up to him. I said, I'm fine. Don't you ever call me fat player? <laughs> anyway. But you know, the thing about it, on, on, on a serious note, man, mm-hmm. I took that and I ran with it. So and I got you remember. Uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, finish your story because I got. But you questions. remember, you remember we um, you remember we got those hundred percent gold, those little, those little plaques, but not missing a day. I ain't, yeah. I ain't up earning, I ain't up earning a hundred percent gold plaque. Yeah, you know I never miss a day. I mean, we going down there every day at noon uh-huh. in that East Texas dry heat, man. Yeah, I bust my hump. Then the season came, you know, that was my only shot. Good, my own good. shot to do what I need to do, but you remember, yeah, at that time I played nose guard with Dela and Kickdo. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yep. I played nose guard with both of those guys, man. And the thing of it is, I remember Chizik. You know, this is why I give him a big shout out, man. And I, if I never told him thank you, I say thank you now, Chiz. If this ever comes across, you know, this ever comes across you, man, I say thank you for what you've done for me. For you sure. know, Cotton, well, you know, and all the guys along the way that supported. Yep. But um. I remember one day he said, Anthony the Great, the scouts want to know, can you play 65 plays? Mm. That's, that's the day we played Jacksonville State. And he said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. He said, Eugene Garner and Dela, you guys are down today. He sat them down. They didn't even play. They didn't even suit up. Wow. I played that whole game. And whenever you, and in my mind, man, I'm telling you, Coach Robert McFarlane, shout out to uh, Coach Mack. Oh man, much love to Coach Mack, man. I know he, I didn't, I didn't understand him at first. This guy, a little, who's a little fat dude, you know, cussing everybody out. And, but man, he was, he was, man, he was an architect of the O line. Yep, great yep. guy, man. We yep. once you, you know, once you figure that stuff out, uh-huh. how the cussing is part of it is who he is. Exactly. Once you figured out what he meant, you know yep. what he was meaning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, this is a great guy. And he's the best. In- that guy told me I was going to the NFL. He did. No, he was the liaison. He told me. Before, because I, I started believing as time after that one year I did play, I really started believing. But he told me before it even happened. If he's a prophet, he hit the he hit the nail on the, he hit the hammer on the head. Yes, he did. But uh, I'm sorry, the nail on the head. And that game, T, I didn't make me any tackles. But one thing you can see whenever you watch the wide version of the film, mm-hmm. I don't care if they threw a 50 yard pass, you saw a big dude 
busting his hump to the ball. I, did I get there? No. But you saw effort. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing she that's one thing Mac told me too. Run to the ball. Yeah. Run to the ball. Yeah. Run to the ball. Wow. Okay. But even when you're fatigued, when your mind is gone, uh-huh. one thing that stayed with me that 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 year, run to the ball. I had no technique. And sh- another shout out to Chiz. Chiz saved me by running. We had a defense called Stack A B. We line up in A gap and slant mm-hmm. B because I had good lateral footwork. Yeah. You know, so I had pretty good lateral movement, lateral, laterally, lateral movement, and good redirection. Yeah, I was pretty good at that stuff. So he saved me by actually calling that stunt out a whole lot that year. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. But then you know, after that season, so, I got myself in order. You know, as far as trying to prepare myself to go to the NFL, you know, I worked out with Larry and um. So let me let me ask you let me let me ask you this. So uh-huh. yeah, because I'm trying to get this this sequence together and, and and ask these things in order so everybody can know the sequence. So you was at SFA, sat out a year, then you play and and, and do pretty well. So my question is, at what point uh, did you feel like you were a, a viable draft pick? I know you just said that coach told you you was going to get drafted and so I guess that's when you start feeling like you could play well, in the next level that part that it is it, 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 parts to it okay that sparked it mm-hmm. you know me running around every day I worked out you know I'm chasing Larry you know, those guys 230 and power probably about one 185 he swore he was six feet <laughs> power swore he was six feet 190 we number like five eight 175 170 but I chased those guys every day could I beat them running no yeah. could I quit them no yeah. But you know, working out with those guys and Coach Roy, you know what I'm saying, my oh, boy. Shout out, Coach. Working out, yeah, working out with those guys every day, man, and and just 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 feeling good about yourself. Absolutely. You know, as it got closer, you know what I'm saying. It's like boom. And then my mother sent a letter one day, written. Remember, I was right. Uh, you remember how we were in school? I would not do this or that anymore. You write it. You write it a hundred times. Yeah. My mother wrote me. Front and back two pages. Anthony the Great is an NFL player. Look at that. When I got that letter from her, when she mailed me that T man, I started saying, I started going to tell her, hey man, I'm going to the NFL. That was the true buy-in. But you no know, leading up to when when Chiz, I mean when uh, Max said it, well, yeah. when Chiz gave me that opportunity by setting the daylight and kicked her down with Gene down. Yeah. When Max said what he said, you know, the actual working out every day, training, busting my hump, eating right, you know, doing the right things. Uh wow. In a letter from my mother. Yeah. That was probably the the, the cherry on top of the cake. Wow. Cherry on top of the icing, the icing or whatever. And that's when I started going to tell people, hey, man, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Straight you up. Know, even, and then, you know, once the workout started coming, uh-huh. my first workout was actually with so, Tampa Bay. So this is another quote. Okay. Okay. So talk to me about the, the process of getting ready for the draft. Uh, I guess it's a multi-party. Did you know where to start? Like, who did you talk to? And ultimately, where did you start? Okay, you say Tampa Bay. Well, we didn't have anybody to go sub with. All we knew was we run 40s. We do these different field tests. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 5, 10, 5, 20. All that right. stuff. Right, yep. And we're going to work out. So we're going to lift, do some things that's going to help us with the 225. Yeah, you know, do some things that's gonna help us with it's gonna help us with the forties. Yeah. You know, stretching and eating right. You know, we sometimes we we had this thing, man, within ourselves. We called it down for the pound. Uh-huh. You no, know, it was just got the name of this meat market. But they said uh, they, they actually so it was a meat market, 
but they also cook food, man. We go there once a week and get these one pound hamburgers. I'll get the hamburgers in a what do you call them? Uh, ranch style beans or baked uh, beans with it. Uh, get the fries or whatnot. Yeah. And after that, you know, everybody be on the phone, bottoms up. It comes <laughs> extra. So in you and out of you, you know what I'm saying? But we did that. Yeah. But you know, just the whole process of going through it, man, it was a it was a great experience, man. Just uh-huh. um just you know, just just the just the the mindset. Absolutely. You know, the, the the determination of like wow look what this little thing has done for me you know as far as working out and yeah even you know the thing the thing of it is the mindset man expectation like even okay. today man kids you know you speak especially today yeah you have to speak in expectation man because a lot of kids you deal with you don't know what they woke up to you know you right. probably it's this that or the other you know what I'm saying so yeah. um I, um you know, it was a thing of expectation. Okay. So next, so so you you're working out, you're preparing, you feel like uh you've got because with Lyman, the 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 how many times you can bench two twenty five was a big deal. So you feel yeah. like you got that down. Uh, I guess your 40 time, you feel like maybe it's where it, it needs to be because you were a fast guy. I don't know how fast you, you wanted to be, but you was pretty fast. So so draft day comes. So did you have any idea of how that day would go and, and where you would be headed? Or, or, you know? In my mama's house, you know, just watching on TV, just casually watching on TV. Okay. The day, you know, first day, of course, you know, nothing happened. And then the second day, I get the first call I get is the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, Anthony, would you like to be a Dallas Cowboy? Heck yeah. <laughs> wow. Texas wouldn't want to wear the star. But, you know, Dallas never came to Stephen F. to work us out or anything. Okay. I guess it was word of mouth because I guess it was the region. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, even, like, the, the first day we went to go do the testing. That's and when surprising, I was, bro. Remember we were at the – um. That's we were the first guys to break in that new wellness center. Remember that? Yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. So we when we were going to the wellness center, Coach Chit, I'm sorry, Coach um Kendall. Oh Coach Likens. Coach Likens told me, you know, he kept up, you know, he they 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 aren't they're AM guys. He said, Hey, you know those guys over there and them are doing the two twenty five. I'm like, oh my goodness. Oh um, he was like, eleven reps. I'm like, what? <laughs> Hey, weak as water. I can rip two. What we do like two seventy five. Uh-huh. I do two seventy five like twenty times. Yeah. So I go in. I do the two twenty five thirty six times. T and and the weight just fell off the bar. And I also I also up that day, man. I was like, man, put. I told that dude. I also I also up that day, T. I said, man, put three fifteen on the bar. I said for every five reps I do, you can count as one because I can do. 315 or oh, how much but I can do 315 probably 15 times easy back then. Yeah. And that's how I was like, man, you know, no, you did good enough, man. That's great. <laughs> oh, dude, I want you know, because me being where I am, you know, Steve Neff, because they compared you to Oklahoma, Oklahoma exactly. State. Exactly. I feel like every little thing counted. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then as you look, start seeing guys from those schools going in the late rounds, you know, I didn't think really I didn't think I was going to get drafted, but then 
Tampa Bay was the first, you know, the first guys that came work me out. Okay. Along with Rob Marinelli, the director of personnel, I think either that or the scouting or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the defensive line coach. And that day, I went through his workout team. Rob Marinelli dogged you. I was so hyped that I had my rip fuel. You know what I'm saying? That rip fuel. <laughs> yep. I, I took it at the right time, the right amount. I'm like, come on, man, let's go, let's go. I'm, I mean, I'm crunk. Yeah. Come on, come on. Wait a minute, buddy, you doing good? And after the workout, he was like, hey, you know what? He said, he said, you know what? He said, hardly anybody ever finishes his workout. I'm like, wow. wow. Man, I was that day. I, I could feel it. Yeah. I had my little bitty shorts on, or what they call it? What they call it? Shorts? My short shorts. <laughs> oh man, I'm feeling, I'm feeling, yeah, I'm feeling like that guy. Yeah. I, I killed that workout. I had other workouts, other teams, but that one, I guess that one did it, you know. But then plus, you know, I didn't have much experience playing that right. one year. Yeah, exactly. Then, even now, I don't ponder on it, but every now and again, I wonder. I said, man, if I went to the league out of SFA, just imagine, had I went while I was supposed to go out of high school, yeah. I might have had a – I really didn't have a skill set. Yeah. Well, got so, had I gone to one of those big schools and caught on, because I probably would have took a little bit more serious, I didn't take the SFA serious. Hey, right, because you didn't want to be there in the first place. I didn't want to be there at all. So, do, do you remember what uh, pick you were? Uh, seventh round, number two – was it 209? 209, yes, sir. Look at you. That's what's up, man. I was I was in the dorm or you know, out the on campus apartment right there. Boy, I was like, I was you was my brother, man. I was like, oh man, I know something good about to happen tonight, man. You know, but I I, I was surprised, but I was pleasantly surprised. What was the thing we stayed in? Steen or the tower? <laughs> no, yeah, Steen is the girls' dorm. It was like yeah, I forgot the name of it too. But it was, <laughs> man, it was on campus apartments. I can think about me and you, man. I just bust out laughing. Me too, man. It's hilarious times, bro. <laughs> hilarious. Hey man, I wanted you to build Sigma, bro. But I don't know, man. You act like you know, you you wasn't down for the cause. Man, I told Spikes, that little bit of song, so you hit me by with <laughs> You remember most of the football players were frat guy, they were small. Yep, yep, yep. Odom's and your tub. I'm like, man, mm-hmm. they wanted me to be an Omega too. And I'm like, okay. I will beat the brakes off you. <laughs> I will get with them. And I'm I bet you. You're not going to take and none of that. I bet they were all afraid to, you know, pledge you too. She was like, man, I ain't pledging that big boy. So let me ask you, man. Uh, what kind of grind was it, man? You know, just on that level, like in the off seasons. Because I know you, you know, you was in a couple of camps with Tampa Bay, and you know, I just working hard to stay on that level, and you know, let the people know, man. That first year I went, man, I was I was overwhelmed. Okay, you know, no experience. Yep. You know, who would have thought somebody with one year. I wouldn't even call it a full year. Remember, I shared it with Aaron and uh, Aaron and Gene. Exactly. Yeah. I'm in this mother taking pictures. Oh, that's so and so. 
Oh, I know. He was like a fan. Yes. That's, that's, that's war done. That's really everything that I just seen on TV, man. Yeah. On the big time. <laughs> like one day, I had, one day I sat and I was talking to myself. Hey, man, you big? They're big. Yeah. Your fans. Already. Let's book that first day I was there, man. I had no technique, dude. I'm out there like just, just like I said, overwhelmed. The second <laughs> I told Marinelli, hey, coach, can you know? Because you know, we're all adults. You can talk how you want to. Uh-huh. You can position coach by his first name. Okay. Wow. Tony. Yeah. Wow. He will allow you to call him Tony. Yes, you can call everybody by the even, even in the upper office, upper admin, you can call those dudes with the exception of probably Mr. McKay. Okay. Doesn't know the, but you can, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I forgot the old man's name, uh, Malcolm Glazer. Okay. But um, I said, Coach, man, can you teach me how to play nose guard? Man, T, when I tell you, the dude showed me film yeah. of the don'ts of, 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 of defensive line, he showed like Warren Sapp, Chris Dolman, what's that little dude, John Randall, and every single don't. You remember, we were Cowboy fans. Uh-huh. When we needed a play, as a fan, you understand, we need a play. Come on, our, our, our superstars just make a play. Yeah. But he should let during the game. Leon Lays get eight up because he's too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you understand what I'm saying. You're a coach. Uh-huh. He, getting his lunch eight. Wow. He looked one way, line would turn and wall him off. He looked the other way, a line would turn and wall him off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, okay, I got it. Man, T, when I tell you, I became a technician. You couldn't trap me anymore. What? Yeah. So, so talk to me about uh, being on the same field with cats that you've seen on TV and and you know that you just admired. Well, once you got acclimated, mm-hmm. you know they were one of the guys. You know. Okay. Um, so Warren Sapp was one of the guys. Yes and no. He was one of the guys that was above and beyond. Man, that dude, that dude was different. I mean, that dude was like. From another planet, you know. You look at game day. Just I never seen nobody with a squiggly line in the middle, huh? No, oh, as a player, I never okay. seen a guy like for the game. He, he take him a plug of Copenhagen or whatever that bullcorn was. Stick that bullcorn in his mouth, and boy, he get crunk. And then he had like a like a like a squiggly line down the middle of his bicep. You like, dang, this dude is. He was all that funny built, little bitty legs, uh-huh. little bitty chest, but long arm. But that dude was, oh uh, man, wow! So that dude was something to behold. So could you could you outrun him? Like, like I no. said, you were a big fast that dude. dude. That dude could run. I weighed him. Now when he came back to camp that second year out of shape. Yeah, I'm gonna be great. No, you ain't. I'm in shape, buddy. <laughs> I went with the linebacker. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but you know one thing, though, man. Uh-huh. Me come from Stephen F. Austin. This is no joke. I stayed in an apartment complex with Kevin O'Day, okay. which I think DC somewhere in the league now. Okay, but um, he was like Money Kiffin's right hand. Okay, and you know I was walking around, nice walking around the apartment complex, playing with the kids and stuff. And I had a couple of friends over there. Yep. And one day I ran to O'Day, and he was like, "Hey, man, we were talking about you and your talent level." And Warren Saps, it's like he did this T. Wow. So y'all tell him, wow, man, dude, I started crying. Wow. Because I'm like, dog, I'm from I'm from over here. 
Yeah. And this small school really yeah. didn't have, you know, probably the coaching that he got. You know, he's a natural athlete. That dude's a natural. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? He could do a whole lot. You know, he's 300 pounds, could do whatever. Wow. But for them, for that dude to tell me that, man, dog, that just, yeah. And that just, just made my, boy, I just made my day. It hit different. Yeah. Like, man. Oh, man. Like, wow. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't, I don't, you know, I don't look, you know, I don't, you know, it's water under the bridge. That's so long ago. Right. But what I do now is I teach, you know, that's one of my businesses is, you know, train athletes and, you know, developing a skill set. You know what I'm saying? Because nowadays when kids go to college, they're pretty much turnkey. If you have a top athlete and a lot of, you know, big time schools are coming after them, Mm -hmm. the only thing they can tell you is, son, I need you to play. And, and, oh, man, you can't, I mean, cosmetics, once upon a time, cosmetics was a thing, you you know, the University of Oregon, which I don't like it because Cosmetics is one of the smoking mirrors. Uh-huh. You know, oh, they got the best uniform, and it's done matriculated down the little league. Yeah, oh, man, our uniforms look like this, man. Look here, little leagues yeah. have three to four uniform changes now. Absolutely, yes. Yes. It's crazy. That uniform ain't gonna win your championship. That uniform won't go into your scholarship. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. I told the kids, man, we can we can put on a white T-shirt and paint some numbers on there. It's what's instilled in you, like yeah. me. With little kids, I don't do seven on seven because that's 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 another form of smoking mirrors. Okay, okay, where's the line at? You know, so what I do in the off season, you know, the kids that I coach and train, mm-hmm. we're gonna get faster, we're gonna get stronger, we're gonna know our why. Yeah. You know, you gotta know your why. Why right. do I need to be quick? Why do I need to be fast? Right. You know, like I seen, you know, we were back in the day, you know, a little town Martin Chilton. They could beat they could be Waco and all them guys at seven on seven. But really? the reality when you pad when you strap it up on Friday nights, a uh, five year gets the one eight, get out of here. Exactly. It ain't happening. Nope. But a seven on seven, they could be smoking mirrors. Yeah. They could beat, beat yeah. everybody. Exactly. So that's one thing I do, man. That a little bit I learned when I was in the NFL. One thing I, I can say the SAP taught me. Okay. Once he started and I could play, mm-hmm. he said this right here. He said, Hey, look here, man. As good as I am, I can't do everybody's job. Hmm. He said, "Do your job and trust your eyes. Trust your eyes. What I pass them to the kids today, trust your eyes. Yeah. When I tell the kids, trust your eyes. I said, now you see, you see it in that line to you. I said, look at this. I said, don't y'all see a big old black, good looking man standing before these bust out there? Trust your eyes. Trust your eyes. Yeah, trust your eyes. You see what you see, baby. <laughs> look at it. <laughs> I know. I teach them too, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Trusting your eyes and doing your job because you know, you know, I I do girls basketball and and you know like football. When I talk to football players, uh-huh. like I'm actually coaching the league now. You know, we knew growing up in school about fractions. Right. Any of the same number over the like any number over any number equals one. Mm-hmm. In football, it's eleven over eleven. If you got eleven guys doing their individual job, that's one mm-hmm. one whole. That's one machine working together. Right. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with basketball. Five oh five equals one. Yep. You know, if I'm not doing my job, I mean if I'm if I'm doing my job and not yours, you doing yours and not mine. Right. We're all on the same accord. We got some continuity going and some right harmony and you know, and we're in sync, we're gonna be hard to beat. Yeah. So, so let me ask so, yeah, hmm? absolutely. We, no, I'm gonna get to that. And so let me ask you this real 
you know, before we get too far away from it, mm -hmm. uh, you, so you were there with, what was it? Three, four hall of fame players on that, on that, those teams. It was, it felt like Sapp, it. Sapp, Brooks. Lynch. Lynch. So that's, Pretty sure Nickerson is on his way. He played in yeah. the league a hundred years. Yeah. Done. So, so my question is, uh, what are some habits uh, of Hall of Fame players that you could pass on possibly to others, you know, that you would well, say? You know, there's nothing new under the sun. Okay. Hard work. Hard work. Hard work. Hard work. So there, there's never a substitute for hard work. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And one thing you can piggyback off of that and add to it is expectation. Expect okay. to do it. That's just like, you mean we play, man, if we make a play. You're supposed to do that, right? That's what you're paid to do. <laughs> That's what you're trained to do, right? Yeah. So if I make a tackle, be it a shoestring tackle or a slobber knocker, uh -huh. that's what I'm supposed to do because the opportunity presented itself. It was there. Even if I got to run down the field 25 yards yeah. to make a tackle, okay, now they tell you, when ball, ball gone, ball gone, what do you do? That's pursuit drill, yeah. right? You take off, find the make ball. It, yeah, you don't want to make it 25 yards down the field. I know, but right? that's part of what you're trained to do. So, Absolutely. expectation is a, is a big part of hard work. Expectation, man, okay. and also determination. So good, good. Yeah. And one one other question about about uh, that team, uh, Tony Dungy. So, so what what are your thoughts on him as a man, as a coach? And, and I mean, he's a Hall of Fame as well. Well, that guy, man, it was a trip because. You know, people think coaching is screaming and hollering, yeah. being high strong. Uh -huh. Man, that dude right there was the same dude coming and going. His his voice is gonna be low. Uh -huh. One time, you remember the kick return to Brian Mitchell? Uh huh. You know, Brian was a little arrogant, a little so and so. Okay. I mean, we were in a team huddle. He said, "Hey, that little." He said, "Brian Mitchell, if you get an opportunity, I want you to take that little punk out." Just like that, dude. <laughs> but y'all start laughing. Like, oh man, no, people were trying to get him. That was Tony Dungy. Oh, you know, no. dude was, so he was saying, dude. Take out Brian Mitchell. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> because Brian said some slick to him. Brian was in so Philadelphia, was, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, no, he's in Washington at the time. Okay, Washington, he's in Washington, Washington man. man. He said something slick, you know. And, you know, Tony was an even, no laid back, even kill guy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, if he's mad. He has the same demeanor as he's happy. So he's mad. I'm telling you, how do, how do you do that? She beats me. <laughs> I mean, this dude had a double poker face. <laughs> he yeah, this dude had like a double poker face. You know what I'm saying? But but you know what? He was a people, he was a player's coach, you know, yeah. he was a people person, you know, yeah. man, you can appreciate about him. But um, yeah, man, that dude, that was that was a great guy to play for. Like, right. I went there as long as I wanted to be. I went on play the, I went on play a little arena football after mm -hmm. three years over there in Florida and Tampa. Okay. So same town. Mm -hmm. Still got to see some of the same people because heck, the NFL fans were, were, were arena league fans as well. Yes, too. Know? Yeah, yeah. And I had a great experience with that too. You know, stayed there for three years. Yeah. You know, got to do some things. You know, that's one thing I like. I appreciate about football. It afforded me some things that I got, you know, some places that I've never gone before, you know, yeah. traveling, you know, just different experiences. I wouldn't wonder, you know, yeah. <laughs> I saw, hey, man, I saw some stuff, boy, to trip you out and <laughs> how people do things, man. Like, wow. Yeah. So I remember, I remember your first 
uh, preseason game. Uh, it was it was the Hall of Fame game. Hall of Fame game. Yeah, man. You know, and, and was it against the Chiefs? Is my memory no, right? Or was it somebody else? No, it was the Steelers. Oh, it was the Steelers. Okay. Steelers, man. I had a pretty good game, man. Yes, like, you did. Man, we played against uh, and that and that 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 was the, actually the second year, man. That's when the techniques and that's when I learned pre-snap reads and okay. understanding. Because man, I'm gonna tell you something, T. Once he showed me, yeah. Once I learned the technique, dude, I stopped watching film. You know, in the in the meeting room, you would sit according to the depth. Okay. Nose guard behind Brad Culpepper, okay. and I would always look at the back of his head and say, "Your spot is mine." Okay, good deal. I stopped, I stopped watching film because I understood now. Now yeah. you get into your fit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You're fit. Attack yeah. and then you get. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I never watched. I stopped watching film. I just stared at the back of his head. Your spot is mine. Look at you. Dude. Boy, boy, look at here. If I could, which I know we can't do, if I could rewind time uh-huh. and, and I didn't get hurt, T, yeah. Yeah. I believe in my heart of hearts, I'd be one of the best run-stopping nose guards in the league. I believe you would have too, brother. That mm-hmm. game you watched on TV, man? Yeah. Those two dudes I played against, that was 19 years experience. Even wow. though we were the backups, but those two guys there, I had them fussing at each other because I learned the technique, you know, as far as playing a double team. Uh-huh. So now I let the center come up and get up to the backer. Yeah. Oh, man, I was eat. I was plugging that hole, man, like none other. <laughs> because they, they were so, you know, I guess they think, you know, yeah, I'm dumb, y'all. I look dumb, but I'm not dumb. Well, you see, you're making the same pre-snap call, yeah. and I'm looking down at your feet. Okay, if you guys are close together, you guys are going to try to deuce me up to the linebacker. Yeah. Not happening. Not I'm going yeah, hey. to beat you, pull <laughs> you to me, throw my hip in the gap where you can't move. I'm going to make the guard block me and the center. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And that's one thing, dude, when I teach, when I teach this stuff to you, when I show guys when you when you're when you're against a nose guard against a guard and tackle, yeah. I mean a guard in the center, you got more or even even a three technique versus a guard and a tackle. Yeah. You have more time than you think. Absolutely. Quick. Everyone's but, trying to but, rush. Yeah. yeah. You have more time than you think, man. Yep. Yep. So that's one thing I analyzed. I once you get it, man, it becomes slow motion. Yep. I can go to football games. I really don't go to football games anymore because it's so watered down and whatnot, but yeah. I like little league football more than I like high school more than anything. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But like mm-hmm. when you watch it and you see slow motion, like, dude, you you're in the league still getting trapped. <laughs> Even on the GT. Like, dude, the GT is slow to develop and you guys are still getting trapped. Even on the zone read, I'm gonna tell you something, T. Lamar Jackson, yeah. you know they run the zone read, those athletic quarterbacks. Yeah. It should never happen. If you okay, if you teach cross key. Mm-hmm. If I'm the defensive end away from you, you're my key because you are across from me. Uh-huh. Now, why would I chase that running back if he's going he's going away from me right. and I have a defensive end and a linebacker sitting over there waiting on him? Exactly. Now, if I abandon my position, he's going to go where I was. Yeah. Now, it's called, okay, we, we play attack, right? Uh-huh. Attack style defense, mm-hmm. but the quarterback plays his own read, right? Yeah. Yeah. So now, you attack. Okay, now I'm going to attack. Now, when you read me, I'm going to read you back. Exactly. Now, I'm gonna say I'm gonna be in attack mode because I'm gonna win my gap. Yeah. But now you wait for me to chase this thing, still stay in attack mode, chasing that ball. No, I'm not gonna chase that ball right. because I have topside help. 
Yeah. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to make you commit to giving that ball. A zone read should never happen to you. You commit never. to giving it or you commit to pull. Let them commit to giving it or let them commit to exactly. pulling it. Because guess what? Why are you chasing somebody who hasn't fully committed because they're still going east and west? I told my D-Lama that today. Yep. Yeah, it's easy. Absolutely. It's easy. Mm-hmm. It is so freaking easy. Be it you, be it you, be it you zone. A three technique, yeah, a five or nine or what? Because you know you, you can read anybody nowadays. And what does it come okay. down to? What Warren Sapp say? Trusting your eyes, trusting your eyes, and doing your job. Yeah, it's yeah. easy because your man is gonna take you to the ball. Yeah, unless they're giving you false reads. Yeah, and some coaches, some coaches know how to do that. You know, so some I like, so I like, I haven't done it this year because we we have a different type of defense. But I use, I usually like teaching mesh point. Right. To my to my D lineman, what, what did they did on that level? Did they teach y'all to to look at mesh point or anything like that? Man, they taught us to attack and react. When yeah. you're get, you know, okay. uh, they taught a um, heel line. Yep, we, we teach that right. absolutely. Yes, lock the guy out. You know, you hold your gap integrity. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And the yeah. main thing, you know, key in the view of the neck. You know, the guy's gonna take you where you're gonna go. And then the thing, you know, like so even you're preaching that one thing I teach. It's pre-snap read, you know, looking at the triangle from guard to guard. You know what I'm saying? If those two are close together and you're the nose guard, they're probably going to double. You're going to draw a double almost every time. Yeah. Um, if he's backside, even if he cheats over a little bit and he sits back, of course, we know rockets and train could be a possible trap. Yeah. And, you know, the trap, the GT, some guys try to hit it with the inside shoulder. No, you don't because it still creates a, a, a crease for the back. But if you wrong shoulder it, uh-huh. you wrong shoulder, you're going to kiss that back right in the mouth. <laughs> oh, just, just think about it. That's on a long on a GT, yeah. Power, whatever. Well, the GT, be it you pulling a tight end and a tackle uh-huh. or a garden tackle, right? You wrong shoulder and get up on there because remind you, the, that tackle is a key for the linebacker. The linebacker is going to scrape. Exactly. Now, if you stay where you are, guess what? When we freeze the film, why this linebacker from the opposite side of the field and you on the same side of the field in the same gap? Right, because you didn't wrong shoulder. Because yeah. what happens is when that linebacker scrapes to read that pulling that pulling lineman, yeah, he all you guys are doing is trading places. Yeah, like I teach my lineman, something go away, something's coming back. It almost exactly. always happens that way. Almost always, absolutely. Oh man, I mean, I, I I go, you know, I still follow Sap to this day, and uh-huh. like he'll find guys that 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 make that that are making those boneheaded mistakes. Uh-huh. Professional D lineman that don't know how to play the GT. That's and it, when you understand it, it is slow freaking motion. I mean, Dominican Sue, uh, uh, Miles Garrett, these guys are still getting trapped. But at some point, you got to give credit to the offense, though, right? I mean, no. I'm not going to say, but no. Okay. Because I'm a defensive guy. Heck no. Okay. I'm going to get on your butt for, for not being a technician. Yeah. I'm telling you, dude, once you reckon, I mean, the thing is, like I say, trust your eyes, the pre-snap reads. Mm-hmm. Once that stuff happens, man, I mean, it's like, pop, 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 pop. just like they're doing it. They're doing what they do. You do what you do. So is it not enough studying going on? Could be. Yeah. But even still, man, it's it should be natural on that level. I was just about to say, you've been doing it that long. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I understand every now and again in high school, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It may happen, but even then, dude. But that's what most everybody running the freaking GT or the power. Yeah, yeah I know. When, when they try to establish a run, it's the GT or the power. Yep. And sometimes it's on. 
Because there are not many things you can do out of the spread. I hate the spread, to be honest with you. <laughs> I do. Because I like I like good tailbacks. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Give the tailback a chance to come downhill. If you just have to be in the shotgun team, get in the pistol where you can reverse out. You know, like I know, you as a defensive coach, uh-huh. when that guy reverses out, you see a linebacker taking that false step, you get yeah. mad. Well, mm-hmm. coach, you reversed out. What do I do? It's natural. Well, like yeah. I show my kids now. I have a you know, I show them, hey man, anytime you come out do these reverse outs, creates false steps. Yep. That gives the offensive lineman a chance to climb up on these fast linebackers. It gives them time. Way faster than them. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, you take the right angle, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And boom, I cut you off. Ah, I got you. This Versus is knowing that if I got a straight up come with this guy, yeah, and, he, and we don't give him no deception, yep. no playing the games within the game, then hey, this guy could I'll never get him because he's too fast. Uh-huh. You're right. You could never get a Derek, a Derek Johnson, a Dexter Copeland. Those guys want huge guys, but uh-huh. you can never get them straight up because they're gonna outrun you. They're gonna beat you to the spot. They're students of the game, yeah. But they're gonna beat you to the spot. But now, if I give them deception, if I give them somewhat of a false read, where I get them to move two or three inches, yeah. Just give me two or three inches where I can establish this angle where I possibly could cut you off. <laughs> any any one of them for that matter. Any any great one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if I don't, then chances are I can't. I won't have success. So right, I mean, right, was, man. <laughs> All right, go ahead, man. I'm just man. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I'm I'm coaching uh, D line at uh, Sharpstown this year. Man. Sharpstown. Okay. Yeah, and, and you know this is probably my most passionate position. You know, I played all three levels. Uh, but yeah, D line is what I'm most passionate about, man. So, you know, not hard. Yeah, man. It, it it's it's real simple when you understand it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. I mean, and, and right now, for my kids, it's about uh, leverage, you know, out-leveraging the opponent, uh, staying low, being gap sound. And, and, yeah. and, and we, we're, we're trying to, to, to read or mirror the O-linemen, my ends at least. And, yeah. you know, that's the work in progress, but that's what I'm trying to, trying to have them to do so, you know, we can uh, be a tighter, more efficient defense. But Right. Uh, the- go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, so uh so now that that uh you know you have all that experience, you you're passing it on to uh younger kids. I know you you had you were training kids. Are you still training kids or are you Yes, we actually have a facility. Yeah. We bought a um boys club. I have three other buddies okay. actually a guy, you know, we had a the first year we had a uh, lease with an option to buy. Then a group came in from Tyler, East Texas, <laughs> tried to, you know, trying to buy the facility. Oh, really? But they actually got the other boys' club to donate their facility to them, and then you know they tried to get ours as well. Yeah. But we were in a legally buying. Hey, we signed a lease. That's legally binding. Absolutely. So a guy, you know, this guy, man, he's a godsend. Came out of nowhere. He, at first, he asked him, mm-hmm. "Hey, how about you guys give these guys? They ain't bottoms up, huh? <laughs> you got a little wine over there. Uh, yeah, little coke, little coke and rum. Oh, that ain't people are getting lit, man. I, you know what, people? I never start drinking, man. This is a little glass, oh, man. You, big, you, old, big old, big old glass. <laughs> but now, nah, man, um, 
No, but the guy, the guy told him to donate us the building. He said no, so he actually bought the building for us. We're actually in the process of renovating, man. We had some some guys came and did some great things, you know. Yeah. Put a facelift on it. We got a guy come in and gonna put some some graffiti on it. We had a big. We're gonna. It's gonna serve many purposes. One of our first things is that we're gonna do a uh, after school feeding program there. Wow. Uh, one thing I'm gonna do, you know, I have my own lawn service. Yeah. I'm gonna, uh, you know, you no, know, everybody doesn't go to college. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I got a friend right now that he makes a half a million dollars. Yeah, brother. He makes a half a million dollars a year cutting grass. Wow. <laughs> yes, sir. With contracts. Yeah. Yes, That's I'm getting into this. I have I have contract work early first thing in the morning okay. at a trailer park. You know, I got my I got a few contracts myself. Nice. You no, know, um, I'm learning. You know, but this guy, no college. You know what I'm saying? Not not saying that don't go to college, but you know it's not for everybody. So one thing we're going to implement over there, we're going to try to find a grant where we go buy some equipment, and because we have a field on the side, you know, yeah. we have a big field. Yeah. No, I actually cut it myself. Okay. But I always I always tell my buddy, hey man, go find a weed eater because I ain't doing all that weed eating. You know? <laughs> weed eating. So, anyway, yeah, man. But anyway, um I um I'm gonna I'm gonna um we're gonna implement trades. And that's one I think we're gonna have cooking, you know, culinary, but I'm gonna do the uh you know, we're gonna like I say try to find the grant where we can get some on there and I'm gonna get a couple of guys, you know, gonna teach it as well as myself. You okay. know, because like right now, I even have kids. I even have kids to uh, I'll pick up kids sometimes after school and uh-huh. we'll go cut yards in the evening. Yeah. You know, keep a little money in their pocket, you know, and For sure. got one kid that's 13 years old, man. So his dad named the business after him. And this guy can he's talking about can weed eat and and man no, it has a steady hand. You know, I like cut with this kid, you know, we compliment each other. And we look at, hey, man, that edge is sharp right there, man. I come over the top of zero turn. Yeah. It'll like a perfect, it'll look like a perfect flat top. So that's one <laughs> like thing, man, top. you know, because so nowadays when, when 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 people don't have an idea, pimp, yeah. so the first thing they're going to do, man, I'm going to pick up a back, pick up a pistol. Yeah, man. I think I'm going to rob, especially yeah. today. today's time. It was tough being so expensive. Uh-huh. But if I could teach these kids a trade, you know, something that could put some money in, you know, some good money in their pocket. Yeah, get some clientele, you know, yeah. get you a truck and trailer and get the rolling. Because you know, my goal, I'm accomplishing goals. I have a, I have a good amount of equipment, you know. Yeah. And my thing is, you know, I'm I'm gonna roll it into a big business. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My plan, you know, my even my pastor told me, "Man, go buy everything you need. It's gonna happen for you." Yeah. Well, he said, "Write it down." Absolutely. So, write it down. Yeah. Yeah. He said, "Write it down." I got it written in my phone. Yeah, you know, I still got a few more, few more things to get. You know, I bought some stuff, and we went on this long drought, and I'm like, oh my goodness! <laughs> Look at my wounds financially, man. I just made, you know, I bought three tractors, and I'm like, dang. And then the drought like now, you know, oh man, yeah. But like now, you get into the landscaping, you no know, cutting, you know, cutting trees back, and you no know, got pole saws and all that stuff. Yeah. So you just try to keep yourself active. You know what I'm saying? In doing so. This this is the thing you can do year round, you know. So you're still so, in you're still in Waco. Oh yeah, still so, here, man. You're bro, you're like a staple, man. They need to build a statue of you, brother. No, they don't. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I gotta be still, man. I gotta keep moving, man. <laughs> if they build a statue of me, you got to ride. You got to get it back in the truck and ride me, man. 
man. Hey, man, I'm just, I'm the same dude, man. I mean, oh, really? oh, if man. we kick the tee, it'll be, I'll be the same AD. You're like, dang, dog, you ain't trying to laugh. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still review about bone, man. Bone ain't no thugs, man. Bone's a fuck. <laughs> I mean, hey, they were thugs back in the day. Hey, man, it's still, hey, man, I remember I got you one day, boy, you got hot. Did I? I think you was in, man, because I remember you, you used to, Hey man, you used to play the cover off of Crossroads. I know. I'm like, song, man, them on salt. Hey man, bone personifies the true meaning of thug. I'm like, this bone salt. Get out of here. Say, man, don't talk about bone, boy. You, you like, boy, you, boy, you was getting hot. I'm like, dang, I had a rough of PMT feathers. <laughs> <laughs> it, it took a lot to yeah. rub with my feathers too, but yeah, yeah, man, but boy, you, boy, you and that bone, boy, shoot, yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah, I, me and Will went to a Bone Thugs concert too, man. Oh, we for real? At like the House of Blues down here. Yeah, we went. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, me and Will kicked into the Cowboys game. He's over, uh, yeah. A couple years ago, I left and I left at the end of the third quarter. He's like, hey, where you going, man? This is exciting. I said, Willie, this is boring to me, homie. I said, I'm going to go home. <laughs> I, said, man, this, I said, you know, I me, yeah. me too, I'd rather watch the game on TV. Yeah. Because I like the color commentary, I like uh-huh. the read, yeah. I like the replay. Because this thing, when you go to a Cowboys game, what are we all doing? When you go to uh, Jerry, where are you doing this right here? Yeah, you ain't looking at the, the big ass board, you yeah. The screen, exactly. Yep, yep. So you watch the guys live. You like just <laughs> stand at the freaking board, like damn, yeah, that's like a big so and so. Like yeah. you looking at TV, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I love you, like no man, like <laughs> bye man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, yeah, so, so man. how your boys doing, man? How, how's Ronald Powell doing, man? I ain't talked to him in a while. Man, I hear from Powell every now and again. He's doing good, though. Good, man. Yeah, I think Powell has his own uh, 18-wheeler. I think he has a moving service. He's been doing that for a few years. Good. And he's man. good. Norwood down there teaching. You know, he's down there with Mustafa. With AJ Mustafa. Oh, he's down at uh, Austin, Reagan? Austin Reagan. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's northeast now. Yeah, so he's oh, down there. Oh, that's right. They changed. Man, the funny thing. Yeah, I actually interviewed there last week. Well, we did a Zoom. Okay. And I actually interviewed. And I'm, I said, Lord, whichever way I go, whichever way you decide to take it, uh-huh. I ain't too. I get it. I get it. I don't. I don't. Cause I'm cool. Right. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But yep. you know, the AJ, my boy, he's shorthand. You know, I I did it before we were at Palestine together. Yeah. But that's uh. Right. He, yeah, I saw him at coaching school. He didn't tell me, uh, no, was that? Oh, yeah, man, we were hanging there, out at coaching there. school. Yeah, we're down at coaching elementary, doing elementary and coaching the running backs down there. Good, good. Yeah. So, good. Um, it's a possibility, you know what I'm saying? I don't know yet, but I ain't, I ain't tripping. You know, I still got my thing down here already, you know what I'm already. doing what I do. So, yes, yeah, man, you do, you doing yeah. your thing, man. I, hey, I, I, I appreciate you, brother. You, uh, man, I appreciate you, man. I just, you know, this is my boy, man. You know hey, what I'm saying? You, I ain't changed, friend, man. man. I ain't dude coming and going, man. Yeah, oh, man. yeah no doubt. <laughs> All the thing missing, pimp, man, you should have had that bandana on your head, man. <laughs> you had the bandana on that little, what was that little white car, little dog? Yeah. Little yeah. dog Lancer, what was that uh-huh. car, man? It was a little Lancer. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, man, you see, you should have been, yeah, you should do the interview with your Lancer, man. <laughs> Playing bone, uh, had a bone on loop, had crossroads on loop, man. <laughs> That's hilarious, bro. So my man. so my, my my college boys, like you and, and others, they call me Pimp T. So yeah. 
But then when I talk to my, my music industry people, I'm Einstein. You know what I'm saying? Einstein, okay. Einstein, yeah, that's that's that was my nickname, man. First, yeah, first day, first day, oh, he was know? like, you, you gotta have a nickname. I was like, well, I, I and I, I thought about Pimp T first. I said, no, nah, I don't want these cats calling me Pimp T, man. So uh-huh. I was like, I grew yeah, up, well, people called me that. Einstein. So I said, Einstein, he was like, yep, yep. that's it. So you know, when you said Einstein, I'm thinking, man, you might you might be in the studio with uh K Reno writing some uh writing some of them big, them big uh. Eight syllable words, bro. I used to, I used to uh, get in fights, and I used to like headbutt cats, and oh, for real, started calling me Einstein because I knock cats out, man. That's that was early on, and then I, yeah. when I started playing, I, I I like crack like two or three helmets. They like oh, okay. you, you Einstein, you know. That's how okay. that 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 stuck. But yeah, man. Okay, I'm, I'm pimp T. That used to be called Ironside. That man, like my my boy was like Ironstein, and then it just morphed yeah. into Einstein. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. Hey man, yeah, uh, so hey, this this was great, man. I mean, I'm sure people yeah. gonna, gonna 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 laugh and, and and get a lot of you know mm. some, some value out of this thing, man. Uh, you know, man. It, hey, it's know. all good, man. It's like yeah. I say, man. This this is. To me, for me, this is natural. You know, I'm talking to my boy. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Absolutely, man. My, 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 you know what I'm saying? Hey, my zagging. So you, so you don't cuss, you don't drink. No, no. Man, so no, I didn't, I didn't no, rub off no. on you at all. Because no. <laughs> you know the thing they said, push, pull. Yeah. You're going to be like me. I'm going to be like you. I guess we were Jekyll and Hyde, I guess. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> We call them, we call them birds and two magpies. What, what they magpies, yeah. Yeah, we be heckling Jekyll. But now, nah, man, oh, I yeah, do yeah, One reason that, well, by, of course, the ultimate is my choice. Yep. But, you know, one thing I try to, you know, come across to the kids, man, you don't have to do what everybody else do. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Be, you know, blaze your own path. Yep. Be a trendsetter, man. Like, when, I, when I tell kids I don't curse, the first thing they look for, who coach you curse? No, I didn't. What's in you gonna come out of it? Exactly. I said, you know what? I, I used to be the worst cursor ever. Did I you? said, you know what, man? What? <laughs> T. Boy, you boy, I could pick him up and lay them up. Man, you got me right. You got me up all day, every day, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? I beat yeah. your mother. <laughs> I still got that. You know what I'm saying? But it's all covered in the blood of Jesus, man. Already. That's a yes, a yes, a. When I was yeah, in SFA, man, man I, I stopped cursing for like what was it, three months? Yeah. And then I started playing. Football. <laughs> and I started playing football. You started started three three months, thirty years, man. <laughs> so I'm gonna tell you something, though, man. On the real, yeah. The enemy wants you to eat. Hey, what's up to go wrong? Cuss that thing out. Cuss the enemy. Bad this so and so. Oh yeah, man. But it's yeah. all covered in the blood, man. It, it's oh, easy. Really? I quit. And oh, I quit. Really? I, actually, I quit at SFA in ninety. Whew. Six or seven. I can be five, that. Six or seven. Yeah. I quit, man. And I was yeah. trying to be a good guy. Yeah. You know, I remember when I was going with uh I was going with this particular Sigma Gamma Row. Oh. And I was trying to be, yeah. I was trying to be, trying to be hey, good. Think, I don't know. Hey, have you seen her? No. She on uh, Facebook or something? Huh? On Facebook or something? <laughs> no. Nah, I know she ain't got no social media. Oh, I know man. she's a principal in East Texas. Oh, really? Yeah. And okay. she's a principal in Henderson. Okay. Hey, any any of you see Gamma Rose, this will happen to 
come across this podcast, tell her I said hello. <laughs> I'm a single, no, I'm a single. I'm a single man. You know, just me and my son. Even my son, Shani. Yeah, I know Shani. Yeah, yeah, man. He's just us, you know. He's when I go to work. You know, I take him to work with. He's my boss. Uh, already, you know, already. he do. The, yep. Yeah, he do a little like we do lawns. So he do the blowing. I taught him how to blow. Good. You know what I'm saying? Then like when we do the, uh, I got some vending machines from yeah. Temple to Fort Worth. Yeah. You know, you know, he helped me load and stuff like that. So, so he stays pretty busy. So, but he, he's a supervisor, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah, just us two. You know, my, my boy there, I got two in Austin. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. One's in Austin, one's in San Marcos. Okay. And three here in Waco. So, there. So, you're a boy dad. I had to have one. I had three yeah. boys first, and then I had my girl finally. So, I'm a. I'm a how old is the, the light skin one now? The one you had, you used to bring to camp. Yeah. You got yeah. 20 now, right? 22. 22. Just turned 22. Yeah, and he, baby, he, he he works for a, la- a landscaping company. Yeah. Yeah, in Wichita. Mm-hmm. He likes Wichita for Kansas. 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 Yeah. Hey, okay. He been there. Man. But yeah, man. My baby, too. Man, my them boys were 25, 27, 29, yeah, man. 31, and 33. I remember them boys were 6, 5, 4, 3. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like boy, man, really back is. Back to back. <laughs> yeah, man, they, they grown now, man. I got two granddaughters, man. Awesome. 13, yeah, 13 and 9. Yeah, yeah, in the awesome. sports, which I like that. You no know, one of them's in Round Rock yeah. playing volleyball and basketball. Okay. I don't do the volleyball. Yeah. I go to basketball. I drive down a basketball game. Though. That volleyball sure. stuff. Volleyball, like watching paint dry. My, man, I love yeah. it now. I know all about it. My, you got, a, you got a, a niece, right? Yeah, for UK, yeah. Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. And ever since she's been playing is how I, I got into it. And yeah, I, I love it now. What school did she come from? Did she go to school in Texas? South Grand Prairie, yep. Oh, SGP? SGP, <laughs> yo, yo. Oh, I know if she did that, she probably down there playing for uh, Texas. Texas, uh, Texas Image. Okay, I mean, Texas uh, Advantage. Image. TAV. Oh, no, image? Not TAV, yeah, uh, image. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, man, TAV, it's a, uh, I go to the, we play tournaments at the facility. Uh-huh. Man, and you look on that wall, the girls they sent to college, man, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I know. Oh, man. Yeah. man. Yeah. That's a really I good met, program. Yeah, I met, yeah. man, cause like, I know back then, they were saying, like, I remember one time we was in Round Rock, and we were playing a tournament, and, like, we got some decent side girls, man. Them volleyball girls walking that thing, man. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, we're, we're the 16 you, man. The 17 you walk in, six four, six four, six three. Yeah, we're like, damn. Then they told us, like, you know, give us a little bit of the program. Yeah, they say before they roll out one volleyball tee, they collect 1.29 million in registration fees God. before they roll out one volleyball. Big business, right there, boy. <laughs> I, I, yeah, cause Man. they, they in these big convention centers with like a hundred different courts. No, and then it'd be 800 teams. Yeah, 800 I had, teams. You know, I trained, I had, I had six girls from Midway that I trained. Yeah. Yeah. And man, they, you know, Midway has a good program of, man, you get to looking at those girls from the inner city where they're yep. getting like, like I had those girls for two years. Yeah. I had them on the Vertimax. You know, one thing I helped is, a lot of coaches don't understand. They don't understand footwork. Right. And the ball. Anytime I evaluate any any athlete that I'm working with, yeah. First thing I'm gonna look at are the feet. 
So the, the, the yeah, actually, I don't actually I don't have to look at your feet. I can listen to you. Yeah. Oh, look at right. you. Oh man, that's still easy. Yeah. So like, uh huh. So we we run out of time, bro. So it's about to count me down. Oh and, yeah. Uh, but I, I'll hit you back. But uh, we hey, man, you need you need you need to make us a reservation to trigger league hood, man. <laughs> I know. Man. This, this is Eric T. Oh. Jackson with my boy Anthony the Great. And uh, this has been Finally Financial, man. Love you, boy. Peace. Hey, you too, man. Be good. All right. Yep. All right, buddy. Yeah. <laughs>